If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. We're going to get through this, Brian Middleton. Me and you, Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690 on the airwaves on a Thursday. Pretty solid week. It feels like it's been a fast week. I'm not sure why. I'm not really sleeping at night. Having a hard time sleeping. But everything else, the week's been pretty fast. Uh, Bro, what do you have? Nothing. Well, I don't have... uh, What do you have? You sound like you're Bane in there. Yeah, I know. I still got my mask on, man. You up in here, you can't make it through whole blocks. You're about to die. It's not like that. Like, here's the thing. Like, I feel fine. I just don't have a, like, the voice is just not there. Yeah. That's a huge thing. Yeah. No, I'm fine. Just the voice thing. Um, I I did the uh, the old COVID test. Those still exist. Negative. So, like, I'm fine. Like. Well, you're sick. uh, You just don't have the Rona. Well, I mean, I definitely don't have their own. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're sick. Eh. You don't just lose your voice if you're well. Yes, you do. People yeah. lose their voice all the time. And they're not well. And no, not well. that's false. See, see how it's coming back now a little bit? I, I'm I'm trying to get that new, like, crackly, raspy voice that all the, like, cool singers have. That's what I'm going for. Is it sounding like that? I heard cigarettes help with that. Can't do it. You got the can't do it sound? Oh, uh, not queued up. Well, you should have, because I can't do it. Can't do it. There you go. Um, but so yeah, that's what I got going on. Uh, you've got your normal things going on, but that's all good. Action sports checks over time. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, we got some cash or trash it. So what I said, I'm not going to probably be yelling during that because that's at the end of the show and we're just hoping to make it to that point. Um, we'll start with Tyreek Hill. We also got some NBA. Apparently the Lakers have to beat the Pelicans. And isn't that ironic? since the Pelicans are going to do everything they can to win those games since they own the Lakers pick. So if they can beat them, that pick gets better. Sort of. In the draft lottery, it's all different in the NBA. But nonetheless, uh, so we got a lot to do. We start, though, Tyree Kill. Uh, that happened yesterday. We talked about it a little bit. But, Brian, we'll talk about it now. Um, and Brent brought up an interesting point when it comes to Tyree Kill and the Jets. Uh, it sounded like he was choosing between the Jets and the the Dolphins, but I want to start right there. When did we get to the point where you decide where you get traded to? Like, isn't that just like a fascinating thing? Like Tyreek Hill was deciding where he was going to be traded to. Yeah, well, I think it's the natural evolution. I mean, there, you know, the other professional leagues like uh, Major League Baseball, but especially the NBA, I think are the gold standard now for player empowerment. Um, And for easily a decade now, um, some people would probably want to blame LeBron, but yeah. even right before then, I'll but, do it. but they're probably the, he's probably the biggest name that we can think of in the past decade with the whole decision, um, special on ESPN where he made that announcement after like a whole hour long special. It was an amazing, I still remember watching amazing. that. I still remember you, watching every minute because I was you like, are he lying. might really come to Miami. You are lying to yourself. He might really yourself. come to Miami. It was wow. not amazing. It was boring. Yeah, well, I thought your throat hurt. I thought you didn't have a voice. Okay. Oh, so you're back. Okay, well, you know what? Let me jump up out of this point so that you can lead this show. 
yeah. But my point is this. The natural evolution, when you have other players from other leagues trying to get to the type of power hold that the NBA players have, I don't think any league has more power, really, than Major League Baseball. If we're just talking about contracts, and I know they just had the whole, you know, uh, lockout almost kind of sort of, you know, a couple of weeks lockout type deal. But when you start talking about contracts and guaranteed money, you know, the players have it on lock and good for them. That that would be the ultimate goal. But the NBA has done very well, again, the past decade, especially, well, the past 20 years, but especially the past decade, you start talking about the new television contracts and things of that nature. Um, And the players know that they can make life extremely difficult for the team. As much as the team can try to make it difficult for the players in the NBA, it's vice versa because of the, the guaranteed contract. Now, the thing in the NFL is the stuff is not guaranteed. I mean, you know, there's a certain portion that's guaranteed, but it's not right. 100%. So it is very interesting to see players kind of just name their price, but they understand that this is a very kind of a nuanced type discussion, and, and it's a very – they know that they can mess up their trade capital. So if you want to make your team the best that you can make it, and I'm telling you I don't want to be here, and I'm a star player – I'm a, I'm a Tyreek Hill, uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, just go down the list. I'll give you a list of teams that could potentially work with you because if we get to a point where I'm just upset and I'm just going to tank and tank and tank and then you are going to have to come up off me, you're going to lose on what you could have gotten maybe back in free agency versus week two of the NFL season when all the teams can see that you have to come up off of it. I may give you that third-round pick, but I'm not giving you the second and the third-round pick, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think that that has kind of had a a, a bit of an evolution as well. So the wanting to be like uh, the NBA players especially, but to have as much power as those other major leagues uh, in American sports, which they're still very far from, and also understanding the dynamic that, okay, I don't have as much control as maybe other players in other leagues, but... I can make things very terrible for you. And ultimately, if I make it terrible for you uh, as an organization and you don't get as much as you could have gotten, another team may still pay me if I play my cards right. Like, if I mess things up for you, but I'm still a big, talented wide receiver, QB, whatever type player, I probably can still get a big payday uh, to my next team, and it just is a bit delayed because you wanted to play hardball with me. So I think that's kind of what's going on here. Yeah, I like that. That's a that's a good take. Um, I just think it's fascinating that now it's like, oh, I decide where I want to get trade. I like it. Like I'm all for it. It's just it's kind of cool. Um, but now here's this point. We heard that it was the Jets and the Dolphins, right, for Tyree Kill. Did anyone at any point in time ever believe it was going to be the Jets? Like it looks like the Jets. If you believe what Adam Schefter says, which it, you probably should. Like I'm not going to force you to, but. It sounded like the Jets' offer was better in terms of what Kansas City would get back. He goes to Miami, though, and Brent made the point. It's like the Jets aren't ready for that type of move. They're still rebuilding. They have all these picks in the top whatever of the draft. They're going to get a whole lot better. The Dolphins were ready for this Tyreek Hill move and because they're ready to compete. The Jets weren't ready and kind of compared it to the Jags. Like, could the Jags make this move? Are they really ready? Um, so I'll ask you this. Did you ever at any point in time can think that the Jets were a real possibility? Not at all. 
Okay, good. Not at all. So that's easy. And then the second part that I was going to ask you that I think you'll expand on a little bit. How good now do you put the Dolphins? I think they might have the best roster on paper in that division. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So uh, to, to expand on the first part a little bit more, listen, uh, New York is big, huge city, yep. lots of opportunities, and you've heard this across many outlets before. You can get, in this day and age, those same opportunities anywhere, in Milwaukee, in Kansas City, in New York, because of what technology, social media, yep. the ability to get to one side of the coast to the other, um, you know, in a matter of hours, depending on if you're private jet or even, you know, commercial jet. We like, talked a lot about private jets today, too, as well, by the way. Well, you know, you guys got to talk about what's in your uh, pay grade. So I get it. What? But here's the deal. It, uh, what? Yeah, man, listen, when you when you make as much money as uh, Casey Curtis and Burt Martineau make combined, you know. They got to get people to do their taxes. Like, April 15th is sneaking up on them because they're just like, oh, so much. I shouldn't even be so mentioned in the same sense as Brett Martin. Too late. Happens all the time, especially <laughs> on the rejoins. But New oh, York, the allure true. of it, especially because they're not winning, is not there. You, you have cold, cold winters. You have cold mm. falls. You have half-cold spring. And then when it gets hot, it does get really hot. Now, granted, there's a lot of stuff there that – it's great to do. Like I, I've been before. It is like a really dope place. I get it if you really love the city. But, hey, Miami is a whole metropolitan area down there, too. And ain't no state income tax. And it's hot 11 months out of the year. You have to worry about a couple of hurricanes. But guess what? Yeah, the past couple of years, New York, you had to worry about some hurricanes. That's so at true. that point, that's a, that's a wash. That's true. If I never thought... Hearing about those two teams, I was like, if he goes to the Jets, there must be another domino to drop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it can't just be what they have going on right now. They may have a great young core. Uh, I was about to call him, uh, what's his name? Uh, Zach Wilson. Yep. Yeah. He might be, you know, the next coming of uh, Tom Brady. He won't be, but he may be, right? You yep. got to say that right now. Sure. But mm -mm. Uh, with a team that went 9-8 and eight, and you're adding the pieces that they've added on, oh, well, I think that. Uh, to the second part of the, the question, listen, if they don't win at least 12 games, really? I think I think that it's a um, I think it's going to be a bit of a a bit of a letdown. But as long as they get into the playoffs and they make a little bit of a playoff run, it's always going to be a win. Right. But I think that's a 12 win roster right there. Just on paper, based off of what I've seen from last season to this season. We don't know what happens in the draft. You don't know about injuries. You don't know who's going to get cut. You, know, you don't know any of that stuff. But based off of where everything's at right now today, I could see them – shout out to uh, South Beach Gary. I could see them winning 12 games, 12 and 5, and I would not be surprised. Taking the – taking a very uh, – like either tied or taking the AFC East because Buffalo's up there and they're just yeah. – you know, it's, uh, it's hellacious what, they're, what they put together. So that's going to be a great little race. And then you got New England there. I don't – that's what I really wanted to talk to you about. We'll talk about it in the break, though. New England. What are they doing? What are they going? What are they doing, man? Yeah, I I thought the same thing. Like I I said this to Brent. Like Tyreek Hill doesn't scream Patriots guy, but like how are you not in on that? Like get Mac Jones some help. Like you think Mac Jones is good? He's out here throwing to Aguilar. So that's something its own. I think it's interesting to hear you say you expect them to win twelve games first time first year head coach. But I pull up the opponents. And you get the Jets twice, obviously. You got your division, but play the Lions, 
play the Texans, you play the Vikings, uh, the Packers, which obviously are a good team, but without Devontae Adams, like who knows how that's going to look. Cleveland, Steelers as well. So a lot of winnable games for the Dolphins. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Action Sports Checks, Overtime, ESPN 690. basketball questions for Brian Middleton. He's the guy. He knows the answers. A lot of stuff happening in basketball. New York. It's actually going to help baseball as well. Or I shouldn't say help, but it's definitely going to change the playing field of baseball with the new vaccine rules in New York. Action Sports Checks, Overtime, ESPN 690, Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz. But, Brian, we're not going to spend a lot of time on the Deshaun Watson, what's going on legally. But, I'm. I want to get your take on this. Um, long story short, one of the people that's like one of the lawyers representing uh, some of the women in this situation uh, put out a statement today. His name is Tom Selleck. Do you think that's the guy, like the actor guy, like the mustache guy? If it is, Deshaun's in trouble. <laughs> He was like a lawyer on TV a bunch. Like, I wonder how that translates. I just think it's ironic that there's a, like, a lawyer named Tom Selleck. You don't think that's cool at all? I'm sure he's heard, uh, heard his share of jokes over the years of probably having the same name as a famous actor. By the way, I like Blue Bloods. Okay? Do you? I like it. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a while, but I used to watch it so how do you like weekly. It? Weekly. Weekly. Like, would you record the new episodes? Or, like, it was appointment TV? Uh, it was, like, on Netflix. Oh. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, I'm recording now. Uh, but... Well, you're old. Yeah. I'm trying okay. to remind the people that you're old. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, they, they did have a Netflix for a while now, so I'm just... They've been on Netflix. Actually, they're on Paramount now. Oh. I don't know if I should even say that, but well, I have you Paramount. Just keep- you just keep cutting all the promos, so yeah, Paramount Plus. Well, I'm used to you just uh, butting in, butting in and stopping the whole thing before you hear my whole point of view, so. I got to pick and choose. And we, honestly, we've talked about Paramount Plus a good amount on this station because that's where Yellowstone is, apparently. And you know Brent loves Yellowstone, so. Yeah, 1883, that's a good, that's a good run, too. You be watching that? It's a good run. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't finished uh, every episode, but I enjoyed it so far. Huh. Yeah. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, me neither. Huh? That's <laughs> the thing. Me either. And Bar Rescue. That's my, John Tapper, that's my dog right Bar there. Bar Rescue? What is that? Yo, he be running up into these bars that be messing up, messing up, and he come in, it's a lot of bleepity bleep, 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 get your bleep in order, a bunch of dump button happening right there. Oh. And then he fixes them, and then they probably go out of business in the next year or so, because, you know, <laughs> they can't keep it up. But he gives them hope. He gets okay. them on the right path. Yeah. I like that. All right, well, that's what's on Brian Middleton's uh, TV viewing schedule for the next upcoming future. So um, I'm sure if you want to talk about those new episodes, you can holler at him. Brian, let's talk about this. Talk about it. Kyrie Irving can play in home games, changes everything in the NBA. Um, Tell me this. How, now that you know he's going to play in every game, how scared should the rest of the league be about the Nets and how real are the championship possibilities? Yeah, I think it goes back to close to what it was at the beginning of the season. I mean, number one, uh, they don't have the James Harden three-headed snake. It's now Ben Simmons. 
So we have to see if he if, plays. If he yeah. plays, if he comes back. But if he does, and he's seventy five percent of himself, you got a really good chance of being where you where many people put you at the beginning of the year. Uh, they definitely could move out of the eighth spot with um, what eight, not seven or eight games left. They could go on a run. They could catch Toronto. I mean, they're two and a half games behind them right now. I don't think they'd have enough to get out of the actual play-in, seven through ten. But uh, you know, everybody in the play-in, they could whoop up on with the squad at, in Brooklyn, Charlotte, Toronto, Atlanta. None of them threatened them. Uh, but if they do catch Cleveland, you know, that's a problem for. Milwaukee, that'd be like a first-round matchup. Brooklyn in Milwaukee, that's Ooh, crazy. Wow. Anyway, though, I you know to the initial question, they definitely pumps them back up to the top or the near top as far as coming out of the East um, and improves their chances drastically of being the NBA champion now. Just be, just based off of the potential, you've seen some of the stuff that Kyrie's been able to do over the past couple of weeks on away games. Or, had the uh, the sixty point game. He he's been uh, having highlights in a few of the other games that remind you of Kyrie and his ability to handle the ball and finish, which is really something that we haven't seen before. And we've had a lot of great ball handlers. Have a lot of great ball handlers in the league right now, but Kyrie is something different. He is something special, and I think that this being rolled back, this mandate is something that will allow the Brooklyn Nets to really come close to experiencing their full potential. Hopefully, they can gel, you know? Yeah, I'm only going to say this once, uh, but we definitely have to stop using the phrase ball handlers. So we need to figure out a new word for that. But let me ask you this, Brian. Pause. You want me to pause? Or you're just saying? I just said it out there. Yep. Since you, you know, you referenced. (laughs) Yeah, Um, we just got to stop using that. But so listen, I think you brought up Toronto in that, Situation. That's the one place we know Kyrie Irving will not be able to play in Toronto, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Now, without Kyrie Irving, and I'm going to say without Ben Simmons, because I'm just going to assume he's not going to play, Toronto's squad is not bad. Like, I like Scotty Barnes, Fred Van Fleet, Siakam. Should they be worried about that if they have to go play in Toronto? I don't know, Ed Orgeron. Uh, yeah. He's, they should be, I mean, a little bit, right? Because if, you were, if you're down one of your top players, that always puts you at a disadvantage. Is Kevin Durant good enough in a one-game playoff uh, to get you a win against Toronto? Absolutely. I, man, yes. In Toronto, yes, he is. Uh, but you just hope, you hope that things shake out. Now that Kyrie can play in just about everywhere else in the NBA, you hope that you don't have to go to the one place uh, that he cannot play at. Um, and he can play in Golden State, right? He can play in Golden State because he's a he's an away player. But ho- like home players can't, correct? Right. It's the I think it's the same thing that New York has going on. You know, with the away players could come play oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But but you know, yes, the Toronto thing it'd be a bit more difficult. Do I think that they could win without Kyrie for one game uh, with Kev- Kevin Durant? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Should you want that scenario to play out to see if I'm right? No, you Absolutely should not. not. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, look, I think if they're uh, – Ben Simmons, like, I'm not going to rely on Ben Simmons, and I don't think if you're the Nets, you should. But Ke- I said this to Brent, Katie and Kyrie, like, that's legit. Like, that's championship winning good, um, in my opinion. Switch to the Western Conference, Brian Middleton. Let's talk about him. The Los Angeles Lakers. All of a sudden, I think you brought this up last week, that they're going to need to beat the Pelicans, and now they definitely are going to need to beat the Pelicans. Um, 
are the Lakers done? Are the Lakers not making the playoffs? Like, only a few games left. Got to beat the Pelicans a couple times. Uh, obviously did not beat the 76ers last night. You think they make the playoffs, yes or no? I think that they do make the playoffs. Uh, main reason being, uh, do I think that San Antonio has enough to catch them? Okay, they do. But do I think that they could just drag themselves to the finish line and actually get in as a number 10 seed? Yeah. Is it a possibility that they can hold off and keep the 9 seed? Oh, boy. You know? Oh, boy. Yeah. But I think that they have enough. I think that if LeBron just puts it up on his mind just saying, hey, listen, we, we're going to be a 10 seed. That's what that's what's going to happen. Like we're going to be in this playoffs, regardless of how we get in here. Then yeah, I think it does happen. But yeah, it's a it's going to be a tough go. New Orleans, Dallas, Utah, New Orleans again, Denver, Phoenix, Golden State. There's not a lot of winnable games Denver, on that schedule. Phoenix, Golden State, uh, OKC, okay, and then Denver. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, so so I mean. Pelicans, you got to beat the Pelicans twice. You got to beat OKC, and you got to win. You got to either beat Denver twice. I mean, you got two chances. Two chances at Denver. You have Phoenix, and here's the deal: is Phoenix gonna play? Are they resting anybody? Yeah. yeah. Utah, they're playing. Dallas, they're playing probably. Yeah. So, you know, you never know, man. Maybe this is where they go undefeated. Maybe this is the the route where they actually go, you know, on a seven game win streak. Yeah. No. That's not going to happen. By the way, I kind of like San Antonio. Like, I know they're not very good, but, like, I like Keldon Johnson. Murray's pretty good. Like, I like what they have. Like, I think they could be good in the future. Vassell I also like as well. So, um, that's interesting. I don't know, man. I know you got the LeBron faith, but I will say this. If they get into the play-in, they're not losing. Like, LeBron won't let that happen. Like, can he win a seven-game series against, like, a really good team by himself? Multiple times, by the way, I say no. But I think if they get into the play and like what? Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. They they can't win. Is that what you're saying? Is yeah, that's what I said. Like I'm saying, okay. So let's say they win the play and who do they play first? Uh, they would play if they win the play in. Yes. Well, I think it just depends on who else wins. Because the seven through ten is the play in. Like I'm saying, when like when would they have to play the highest seeded team? Early, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They'd, yes, after the playing, they would. That's what I meant. More likely play whoever, like the one or the two seed. Right, that depends on who. That's that's what I was kind of. Phoenix or at. Memphis. Right, or potentially Golden State. How that plays out, but you're telling me that LeBron by himself could beat Phoenix in a seven game series. I'm telling you that LeBron Ramon James Senior is is capable of anything at age 37, 19 years in the league, multiple time world champion. Multiple-time MVP. Multiple-time Finals MVP. Space Jam legend. Don't do that. LeBron 19's out here on fire. I got some new LeBron 19's the other week. Some black and red, the breads. Oof. Are you wearing them? No, I'm not wearing them right now, man. It's storming outside. What do oh, you do with that? Oh, that's a good call. Do you wear them or do you just, like, collect shoes and leave them in the box? Yeah, well, I keep the boxes and I put them back in the box when I'm done. I don't have enough space to... When you're done, like, wearing them for the day or, like, when you're done with them forever? I don't ever think I'm done with them forever. So when know. I'm done with wearing them for the day. Okay. I'm glad we had this discussion. I know. It got a little off track. Like, I don't, I know a lot of people, like, my cousin collects shoes. Like, I know people that collect shoes, so, like, I think it's fascinating. Like, I know some people don't wear them. Or I know some people wear them for a little bit of time, put them in the box, and they're done with them. So I don't know. I was just checking on your shoe collection. Just trying to hype up your shoe collection, Brian. Just trying to help you. That's what I'm trying to do. Help you.
And by helping you, I'm going to stop talking and tell you that we're going to hit this break. We're going to come back. We got a bunch more to do. Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. So I just kind of crafted this idea in my head while I was sitting here. Why? Like, I heard the Body Armor commercial. Uh, Austin Lane, big Body Armor guy. Uh, they're talking about the new... First of all, have you had it? The Body Armor Kobe flavor? Like, the Mamba Forever flavor? Like, it's all over the gas stations and stuff I go into. Okay, it wasn't making sense to me ever, the commercial. I mean, I got it, but I was like, wait a minute. What? Like, what's the flavor? So, no, I haven't. So, it is an actual flavor. It, it's like a purple bottle. Oh. I got yeah, you. So, uh, I, yeah, so this is where this came from. Why don't we ever talk about Kobe as, like, greatest of all time? Like, in the discussion. I mean, I think people try to force it in there. I, mean, I think it's a force. Yeah. The argument that I always make is... I'd love to hear. As great as Kobe is. Uh-huh. Uh, to many people... Even Michael Jordan stands who want to respect Kobe so much, and they do, much more respect than they give to LeBron James. Kobe was a very close copy to Michael Jordan. Very close in a lot of ways, yeah. including winning and taking over games and scoring and being that type of leader that apparently you have to be to be the greatest of all time. Well. But he wasn't the original. He couldn't quite get there. Like, he was almost there, but he was like a 95% copy of the original. And if I don't think the original is the greatest, I'm surely not going to think that somebody who's not even the original is the greatest. Like, I'll give you MJ over Kobe. I'll say that all day, MJ fans. Sure. So that's my argument. I don't know what other people would say. No, I like that. It just feels like, to me, like even, obviously, his tragic death, uh, I don't think there's anybody that will say a bad thing about Kobe. But I feel like even before that, like, people love Kobe. Like, people don't love LeBron like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel I don't feel that people love LeBron like they love Kobe. Which is one of the great redemption stories because, again, I can remember, like, I remember. Like, he, he was not loved for years. He had, you know, all that off-the-court stuff. You're talking about Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. Yeah, okay. He had all that off-the-court stuff. That's a good call. And then you turn right back around after that, just as that was passing. Then he wanted to get the trade from the Lakers, which people always forget. There's an interview. You can YouTube it where he was talking about where, you know, I might need to leave. He was talking about it. I know he spent all his years at the Lakers. Great legend, 20 years. Great job. But there was a time around, I think it was 06, 07, whenever uh, Steve Nash was about to steal one of them MVPs from, um, from uh, uh, right, like right after, I believe, right after he stole one of them MVPs from Shaq. Because Shaq, I think, was gone by then. So, yeah, but he was he was there by himself in L.A., and he was he was done. He was given the energy like he was going to be done. And, uh, yeah, it was one of the great redemption stories, seeing that turn around to by the end of his career. Number one, he had rehabbed his actual, um, you know, the way people viewed him. And he also was a champion, you know, a two-time champion without Shaquille. Yep. Like he had, he had, he was a made man. Whether he was jersey number eight, number twenty four, he'd put all that off the court stuff behind him. He was a he was a dad. He was a husband. Yep. He was a Lakers beloved. So it was one of the great redemption stories, man. And, and I think that that is just as much a part of his legacy um, as the um, you know all the stuff he did you know on the court. 
uh, prior to any of that kind of going down early on in his career. That's a good call. By the way, uh, if you're checking out the stream, this is the bottle oh. of the Body Armor flavor. Okay. We have it here in the studio. Right. You sound not very amused. Okay, um, well, we took some time on that, but we definitely got to do this. Cash or trash it? Do we have an open? Cash it or trash it. Tell them to bring me my money. On Action Sports, Jack's Overtime. All right, Casey Kerr, cash it or trash it. We're starting with the first one. Casey, now you were asked a variation of this uh, early on this month, all right? But I want to see if your answer has changed at all, okay? Probably has. Major League Baseball has had a more exciting 2022 free agency season than the NFL. I don't remember what I said the first time. Baseball, you were more excited for the MLB season. That's what you said. You oh. were more excited for it. Not that it was more exciting. Oh, I got you. Uh, yeah, we're going to trash that now. Yo, this NFL stuff was nuts. All the moves we've seen. A lot of them were trades. That's fair. But um, we saw some big moves. Jack spent a lot of money. Um, I can count the trades in free agency season, right? Yes, you can. Okay, yeah, then yeah, absolutely. All the all the big name guys we saw move even down to Tyree Kill. Uh, listen, I love baseball. I got a soft spot for baseball, and I think there's a lot of huge moves in that as well. But I think you can't really compare to what we saw in the NFL. Awesome, good stuff. All right, next up, toughest division in the NFL as of today is still the AFC West. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cash that. Tell them to bring me my money. Uh, I. I cash it because you got four teams that should probably, or that they believe they're playoff teams, all probably double-digit win teams, although they have to play each other, so I'll have to figure that one out math-wise. Not good at the math. But I can't give it to that Patriots, Dolphins, Bills division because of the Jets. And the Jets are not competitive, so I cannot sign on for that. I will continue to believe that the West is the strongest division. Not the Browns and the Ravens and those guys. No, nah, because I'm not sure Deshaun's going to play now. Okay. I don't think he's going to start the season playing and then, like, they they can't play Baker, right? You can't play Baker now. Why not? Why not? I'm just saying, theoretically, why can't you be like, Baker, you're the backup QB. Your skill set says, for us, you're the backup QB. And then, you know, we'll get you to where you want to go in six games or so. I, I know. I don't see it. I get it. All right. Next up. But you, I, 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 you know how I feel about chaos, so I wouldn't mind it. Oh, yeah, you're the joker. All right, next up. Thank you. The Jacksonville Jaguars yep. can still be competitive towards a wild card spot as the team is currently constructed for the upcoming season. Nah, bro. No? Did they change conferences all of a sudden? There we go. Nah, bro, they're played in the AFC. What you mean? What do you say? They're the 18th best team in the conference. Yeah. 22nd best team in the Listen, conference. they're better than Houston. Okay. New York? Yeah. Yeah, they're better than Jets. Okay. Who else we got? That's all you got for me? Yeah. I'm trying to think who could possibly be the fourth. They're not better than Cleveland. They're not better than Pittsburgh. They're definitely not better than the other two teams. The they're not better than anybody in the West. Uh, Yeah. Oh, that's a tough go. It's it's a tough situation to be in, but <laughs> like tough go. No, they Trevor. I'm sorry, Trevor. I got to be real with you, man. No one foresaw the AFC 2022 yeah. when we drafted you, man. Yeah, that's that's brutal. But yeah, I, I have to stand by that. They're better than Houston, and they will win some games. Like I don't think they're gonna just not win games, but yeah, they got they got a uh, an uphill battle in the AFC for a little while. And uh, yikes. Okay. Uh, next up, 
It's okay for a man to leave his date with a $200 plus bill if she tells him near the end of that date that her man is at home. What? You need me to read it one more time? No. Okay. Oh, and you're at, wait a minute. Yeah, I do. <laughs> read it. It's okay for a man to leave his date with a $200 plus bill if she tells him near the end of that date that her man cash is it. at home. Yeah, cash it. Tell him to bring me my money. Would you like to know where that came from? Yeah. <laughs> yes. In the world of TikTok, uh, it probably was a skit. We don't really know, but uh, a guy left uh, his date at Red Lobster with a $230 bill after she brought somebody. And then when he asked whether or not he was coming home to her house, she was like, no, my man is at home. Yeah. You're going to bring me my money. Listen, 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 listen. Talk to the fellas out here, man. Coach them up. They need it. Coach them up. Coach Kurtz. Listen, men, gentlemen. He's a married one. He's got he, he's got it down pat. We, yeah, I did well. We have to be better than this. Have some worth. Like, we can't have some worth. Like, listen, just, I'm, I'm going to get real with you, Brian. Mm. Just as many kings as there are out there, mm. there are queens as well. And, you know, there there are queens that want to be with kings and kings want to be with queens. But what we got to stop doing what we gotta do. is trying. Uh-huh. Oh, man, I almost got us kicked off the air. Yeah, this is, this is for the podcast. Yeah, because I, listen, one of my mentors in high school, mm-hmm. uh, she was kind of a teacher. Her name was Miss Ashley. Show as you tell me. Sounds like you. Okay, go ahead. Uh, not about my specific situation because she liked Amanda. She knew Amanda. Okay. Uh, but I've heard her... She's explained to me about other kids' situations, and she would say, you can't turn a blank into a housewife. It Ooh. also starts with an H, the word that I blanked. You see, you see where I'm going? I don't know. Does it rhyme with floor? Uh, it's also a gardening tool. <laughs> okay, so you can kind of, yeah, it's variations of the way you pronounce it. Yeah, you can't make a gardening tool a housewife. Mm. So, um, you know, you just got to look for what's, you know, you got to find the right queen out there, I guess what I should say. We got to do better, men. As better. a people, gotta we got to do better. Know yourself, know your worth. Know your worth. Kings. But if she drops this, her man's at home, you leave her with a check. Say I got to go. I'm talking to myself, though. You do what you... You know, I'm talking to y'all. I'm talking to myself. You got to yeah. know your worth, man. You got to. All right. Uh, just a quick follow-up. $200 is, is is entirely too much money to ever spend at Red Lobster. Yeah, cash. Yeah, cash. How did they bring me my money? What? I don't know what they got. What did they get? I don't... They showed the receipt, but I was so befuddled by the first part of the story and the actual amount. I was like, $236? Yeah, what? Like, and then you got a tip. You get every plate at Red Lobster? Yeah, like multiple appetizers, like <laughs> nine, drinks nine, as well. Nine. Yeah. Like you get the biscuits uh, for free, do you not? Alcohol, yeah. You're right, you know it. Like if you get the biscuits, you don't need an appetizer, so what a... That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I can't sign off to spending that much money at Red Lobster. Absolutely not. All right, Casey, uh, we'll fly through these last two. All right. All right, uh, the three number one seeds, Gonzaga, Arizona, and Kansas, will make it to the final four. Uh... Trash it. Ooh. Yeah. Gonzaga's losing to Arkansas. Well, the boys from Arkansas. Uh, listen, I think just uh, the way that the march has gone, hopefully it's not Arizona, but I think madness is happening. I think one of them lose. I'm just not sure which one. Uh, I would love for it to be Gonzaga, just so all you people that are coloring on the sidewalk with your chalk are wrong. That would make me extremely happy. Um, I think one of them do lose, by the way, coverage of the tournament coming up at 7 p.m. right after us. So what's the last one? Last one, I got to choose. Uh, it's okay for guests 
to cancel going to a wedding after they have RSVP'd when they find out after the fact that it'll be $75 per person to eat at the reception. Whoa. Yeah, 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 cash. Tell them to bring me my money. We didn't have that problem, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't invite nobody. But, um, listen, if you say, yeah, I'm coming, you, like, understand. You can't drop that on me later. It's the same situation. Like, what do you mean it's $75 to eat? Yeah. They got two for six at Arby's. Yeah. You going to catch me coming in with some curly fries, a beef and cheddar, maybe a large sweet tea. You know what? Y'all work on your little $75 meal. I'm going to eat my Arby's right here at this table with y'all. And don't even look at me sideways because Arby's is good. I thought you were going to go to the Wawa, but Arby's is a good replacement. Listen, I'm not I'm not, I'm not. afraid to give Arby's free advertising. They've done a lot for me. Oh, okay. Here we go. Nah, I'm not going to like go over crazy. What? It's Arby's. Uh, you know, on a break. If we took a poll right now. Yeah. Like, nobody eats Arby's but me. Like, when I go to the drive-thru, I'm the only one there. You remember Michelle? You know Michelle from TV? Oh, yeah, Michelle. I tried to bring Michelle Arby's multiple Ooh, times. She looked down on you. She looked down on you. She would not eat it. Oh, Michelle looked down on you. She did. I could have told you that. I know y'all became best friends in a month that I was gone, but I'm saying she looked down on you when yeah. you did that. She did. Absolutely. She didn't eat Arby's. But anyway. Probably frowned up. We had masks on, though. You couldn't see. That's true. That is true. We did have masks on at that time. All right, cash or trash it, Brian Milton. You always come with the heat. I like that. We got to say what I said. We're going to do that on the other side. We're going to do it quickly because we got to hit this break before Gonzaga and our Kansas, otherwise known as Arkansas, are coming up on ESPN 690. Stick with us. We'll be right back. couple minutes to go. Action Sports checks overtime. ESPN 690, Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz rocking as well. I said what I said coming up right now. It's a good little segment. I usually like to yell during it. I don't know how I'm going to be able to do that. So my first one isn't really like yell material, but it's more of like a reminder to the world, okay? And I bet you've forgotten this. So my reminder, I said what I said. The Miami Dolphins drafted Tua over Justin Herbert. That's terrible. Can you? I'm saying, man, Chuck, you never miss. Listen, can you imagine how we'd feel about the Miami Dolphins right now if their quarterback was Justin Herbert? I mean, they're, like you could borderline make the argument we'd pick him over the Bills. And I think the Bills might be the best team in the AFC. The Dolphins could have had Justin Herbert... They have Tua. And we're going to find out a lot about Tua. Don't get me wrong. But the idea that Justin Herbert could be their quarterback right now is mind-blowing. And they chose Tua over him. So not really a hot take, but just the I want to remind people because Brian Middleton. I said what I said. I like it. I like it. Let me get on to my first one. Listen, Casey, people who wear open-toed shoes on days like this where the downpour outside is like hurricane prep mode are displaying sociopathic behavior. And I implore anyone who sees these people to proceed with caution. Casey, with all the rain falling and the multitude of puddles that you could potentially step in, something got to be off in that brain to slip on some footwear that exposes your socks and or bare feet. I ain't going back and forth with these heathens about it neither. Casey Kurtz. I said what I said. 
I like that. Who is wearing sandals outside right now? Um, I got a name, but I don't want to put people on blast. Oh, I if you, you thought about it, you'd be like, yeah, they probably are. This is going to take too long, so I'll just have you tell me in the break. Um, talked about it a little bit on uh, from 3 to 6. The United States men's soccer team will play tonight against Mexico. World Cup qualifying will be the last time they play each other in World Cup qualifying until... A long time because the next World Cup will be held in the United States and Mexico, so they will get automatic bids. Uh, the the U.S., they need to win, but not super badly. They need to draw at least uh, Mexico, kind of the same situation. Pride's on the line, and Brian Middleton, I know there's going to be NCAA basketball on, and the madness is going to be on. All I'm asking is to switch back and forth. Taking a little soccer. Take it a little what? basketball. Switch back and forth. This is a good team. Can't do it. I, I know. But I just, I'm asking you to try. Can you try? Is there going to be some try? Okay. All right. Well, anybody other than Brian We Middleton, do not care. We do care because this is a good team. Um, they're going to be interesting to watch when we get to the World Cup and then the next World Cup in the United States. So tune in a little bit if you have an opportunity. It's on at 10 p.m. Brian Middleton. I said what I said. Yeah, okay. Casey Kurtz, the NFL offseason is better than the entire MLB regular season. Nobody is checking for OBS or OPS or Sabermetrics or Sabertooth Tigers when they can watch the NFL free agency period. I don't care if y'all want to hear it, but y'all going to get this truth today, baseball fans. Casey Kurtz. I said what I said. That's a good one. As I go on Twitter, my first tweet that somebody just said has to do with OPS+. plus. So... That'll feed right into your sabermetrics. Um, Brian, I think I would rather see Coach K win a national title than Gonzaga. And I'm not really sure why. I don't love Coach K. I got nothing against the guy. I uh, don't really care for Duke. I know they've been good, but I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have hate for Duke. I don't really have love for Duke. And as I've mentioned a lot of times, I want everyone to be wrong about Gonzaga. No hate for Gonzaga. I just want everyone to be wrong and get their brackets messed up. So... I think after thinking about it a little bit, if the options are Coach K rides off into the sunset or Gonzaga finally gets it done, I think I'm going with Coach K, Brian Milton. I said what I said. Really? Yeah, I think, like, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I am. Because, look, I don't have no, no hay for Gonzaga, but I don't want them to win, so all of you are wrong. And this rainy day washes away the chalk. On the sidewalk. That's about, I said what I yeah. said, and I'm not changing. Yeah, no, it okay. right there, man. Yeah, that's all I had. That's oh, all man. I had. I won't talk again the rest of the day, probably after this. I see that, man. Uh, what you got? Well, listen, uh, and I'll condense this down to a couple of picks then, since uh, since we're we're coming up on time. Listen, man, Gonzaga's winning, Purdue's winning, okay, Arizona's winning, North Carolina's winning, mm-hmm. Duke is winning. Yep. Providence is winning. Oh, someone tell Brett Marno. And I, I don't know who to pick out of Miami or Iowa State. So Miami. So Miami's winning. Yes, they are. I said <laughs> what I said. Okay. That's all I got. Okay, good. Good. Um, good, good. All right. Let's see if I'm all right on Monday. Yeah, we will see. We'll have to come back and pull that audio. We'll have to check the tape on that one. All right. Action Sports Jacks overtime for the week coming to a close. Up next, Gonzaga. They go against Arkansas. You'll get coverage of all the games. They bounce back and forth. But they're going to start there, and we're going to see what happens. Can Gonzaga get it done against Arkansas? I'm not sold. I am not 
sold. So we got that coming up all night. Stay locked to the tournament right here. We're back tomorrow. Austin Lane is back. Me and Brian Middleton are back on Monday. Rumor has it I might be able to talk at some point before then. But until then, we'll talk to you then. Watch soccer tonight, people, please. I want to eat a spicy chicken in my Tesla. Is it too much to ask?